Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. These pounds, no. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the her in December. Yay! Because <laughs> that one kind of made sense. I just realized that in the last episode I didn't compliment you. That's okay. It's fine. We're kind of crazy. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing today. <laughs> um, I'm here with my... I'll just compliment you this week oh, to yeah, make yeah. up for okay. the... And then, okay. Um... I'm here with, uh, I'm Joy Tembe, first of all. Yep, that's you. And uh, I'm here with my, uh, no, that's not me. <laughs> what is wrong Wait, with me? You're jo- it's okay. My last it's name's okay. not Tembe you're anymore. You're still getting used to it. <laughs> I didn't even catch it either. I was like, yeah, you are. Look at you, Joy Tembe. I was Tembe. like, wait. I know. Okay, I'm it's, sorry. It's hard. It takes a minute. When you've been calling yourself something for like 30 years yeah. and then it changes. Mm-hmm. That's always been me. Like. 30 years. It's, it's hard. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, anyway, sorry, Matthew, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I'm Joy Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, <laughs> Summer, and, uh, Summer Hunter, but said in German. Right. And, uh, you are like a beautiful sugar cookie <laughs> on a plate for Santa. Thank you. I cannot decorate a cookie to save my life. Sugar cookies are harder than most people would think. If really? you don't believe me, uh, go look up Pinterest fails. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think um, I think people sometimes get the dough wrong, first yeah. of all, but I think the decorating is a lot harder than people right. think it would be. No, I am not. Mm-mm-mm. That's so, not my jam at all. Especially royal icing. People are like, oh, yeah, I'll just go ahead and... Mm-hmm. And you don't just make one sugar cookie. Mm-mm. Like, if you sign up... yeah. To make sugar cookies. You're making 4,800 of them. (laughs) Get ready to do like a million stockings. Right. Can I tell you about a cooking thing I did? Yeah. Okay. I did three cooking things. Wow. Three new cooking things. Okay. And I can only remember two right now, but three happened. So the first one was that my husband loves deviled eggs. Oh, And. I am really great with eggs. Like I have, I don't know what it is, but I just, I, I can make eggs like any way. And, and it's, like the, it's like the one thing that I've got in the bag. Not everyone can do eggs. And I've never read anything Summer about can. it. I just got, I have like an egg sense. Okay. Like it's the mm-hmm. one like food sense I have yeah. is eggs. So I was like, you know what? <clears throat> My husband loves deviled eggs and I've never made them before. And like the last holiday that we got together nobody brought deviled eggs and i remember the downcast look on his face mm-hmm. that there wasn't like a dozen deviled eggs for him to just eat. for him yeah so i was like <laughs> i can do this like yeah. i can really come through and i can make some deviled eggs and so the reason i just thought about that was because i bought my first set of like piping bags because i've never piped mm-hmm. anything before yeah and i was like i can do that i can do things <laughs> i can do it um and so i you found can. this like it was like a he likes spicy food, obviously. He's a dude. I feel like all dudes mm-hmm. like spicy food. 
Um, and so I found this recipe for like a an Italian spicy deviled egg. Oh. And I made deviled eggs and he said they were good. And so I used a yeah. piping bag and it was a little nerve wracking and yeah, they were good. I liked them. I enjoyed them. It was I just like the right amount of spice. Too. Yeah. And then not everyone's a fan. Well, and I know that the word devil is in there, but <laughs> <laughs> But you should eat them anyway. Um and then just so you guys know, so I the recipe I had for um, like homemade, uh, what's it called? Cream green, of mushroom, green bean casserole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The green bean casserole. You were, gonna, you were saying you were going to do it all by hand. I did uh-huh. it, and it was so good. Okay, so homemade all the way. Homemade all the way, and I had so many green beans. So what I ended up doing was I turned it into a main dish by adding chicken. Oh, because I needed it to be like a little bit. I needed it to be a, a heartier dish, mm-hmm. and so I added chicken to it, and it was just bomb. There you go. Yeah. And then I made my first chicken pot pie. You Everyone did. is I saw so that. bored right now. <laughs> That's fine. It's just like, listen, this is all new to me, okay? Right. <laughs> like, I'm learning this now. We take our little victories. <laughs> yes. So it was awesome. Well, so, look anyway, at you. Look at me. I can Piping bags. Piping and- bags and pies. <sighs> but, I mean, yesterday it was just bagel bites in the microwave so <laughs> not patting myself too much on the back <laughs> here it's fine everything's fine we can only do so much yeah um i have a story for you well yeah it's really not a story it's okay. a thing that is written down in the bible and is true um yes okay i'm excited uh so for some reason i thought not just i mean i guess it all kind of has to do like it's Jesus' life and ministry yeah, I have and one of those. all that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So um, my story, we're just going to call it a story. Okay. I, don't, I wasn't saying story because I didn't want it to be like, and now I'm making this up and telling it to you. Because um, <laughs> okay. that's not what's happening. We but... all know what you mean. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. So it's uh, Luke 4, mm-hmm. Jesus being rejected at Nazareth. Okay. Okay, so this is um, after his baptism and his uh, being uh, tempted by the devil. 40 days, right? Yes. And so uh, he returned to Nazareth, mm-hmm. which is where he was raised. Yes. And um, he stood up on the Sabbath in the synagogue and he read <clears throat> from Isaiah 61, actually, I believe. I'm not, you'd think maybe I would have had that written down somewhere. But anyway. You so guys in, have a Bible. In Luke 4.18. <laughs> well, and also, of course, this, um, as is true with a lot of what's in the Gospels, uh, it's told in a few different ways from right. a few, from some different perspectives. But we're going with Luke yep. uh, just for the, because I we're supposed to be telling sort of an like underrated like yes yeah. like a part of the bible the new testament yes. that isn't totally fully thought about that maybe has been kind of glossed over just yes. not given the attention that we think that it needs yes so um i was reading from luke okay. when i was like whoa when this, this is kind you. of a crazy thing yeah, that's yeah. happening right here yeah yeah so luke four eighteen, um he is reading from isaiah like i said i believe 61 and it says the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind 
to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down, and all the eyes in the synagogue were fixed on him. Whoa. Um, and he began to say to them, today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. <laughs> so uh, I what I want imagine. you guys... So before we get to the um, the somewhat promised reaction of the humans in the room right let's just for a second realize that god was reading Mm. something written by god yes saying that god he was gonna come yeah and do this thing yeah and then he's like so now i'm doing that thing i mean he just like rolls up the scrolls it even just says like here i am i did it he rolled up the scroll yeah he was just like yeah well and that's what i'm doing (laughs) I mean, (laughs) he's literally telling you, I am fulfilling this prophecy. Right. Here's a prophecy written down. That that God gave. Generations ago. I'm God. Generations ago. (laughs) I'm now fulfilling this prophecy. Right. I would hope that my reaction would not be like a Pharisee. Or like Nazareth. (laughs) Or like Nazareth. But um, something I have been thinking about, um, taking some ladies through the book of Ephesians, And, you know, Paul's talking a lot about how, like, the Jews and the Gentiles, like, the dividing wall has been taken down. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about how crazy it would be to be a Jew at that time and to believe this thing, believe all these prophecies and have this very full religion. Right. And then to have someone come and say, I'm fulfilling all of these things and everything is going to change now. Like, that would be crazy. Well, and we like to have... so. Yeah, when you really stop and think about God reading the Bible, ah, basically, <laughs> right. in front of you. Yes. I mean, whoa. Yeah. Um, but we we tend to have this like sort of quaint view mm-hmm. of the past. Yes. Which is that, oh, all of them, they were less educated. So they saw Jesus and they were like, yes, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> right. interestingly enough, that's not how we are called. Mm-hmm. We're not like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And we're not like quaint, stupid Christians. Mm-hmm. We've been called by mm-hmm. the Holy God. So mm-hmm. that's not quite how it happens. Right. Um, and also in this specific instance, they were basically, they saw it happen and they were like, you're Joseph's son. Right. They were like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and essentially they, that well, they, they tried to hurt him. Right. Um, and well, so, because to, if your yeah. eyes haven't been open to the truth, right. then, I mean, how would you react if someone came in and said, I'm Jesus? Right. Well, if your eyes haven't been open to the truth, then you're probably going to be, you know, in that moment, if you're one of them, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, right. right. And that's what they did. Yeah. Well, so the, like I said, God reading the Bible, essentially. Yeah. Um, And then uh, another interesting thing is that that you see this multiple times um mm-hmm. uh in the ministry of jesus mm-hmm. which is where he knew mm-hmm. that he would be rejected yeah and he went and gave the message he intended mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. which i think is important is an important thing to consider and then also i think it's important to consider that um for people those of you who are listening, I'm not sure how many there are of you, that are looking for God to send you a sign, um, that's not really the right thing to be asking God for because right. Jesus was there. 
God was right. there in front of them. Yeah. And he said, I am I'm God. fulfilling this prophecy. Right. And that didn't work. Right. It didn't work just to see him. Right. Um. So a sign may not come to you in the way <laughs> right. that you're asking. Well, I think a lot That's of people, <laughs> yeah, they want to have like some big moment that forces, they think if they saw a sign, then they would just believe. But it's like, well, look at what the people who saw. Right. Jesus mm -hmm. and didn't believe. They were like, we know who you are. We know who your dad is. Get out of here. <laughs> right. Right. No, that's incredible. I'm glad you stopped on that because a lot of times there, so there's a lot of good in reading large chunks of the Bible. Yeah. And just continually reading and reading and reading large chunks of the Bible. Well, and especially the gospels are so right. interesting because of the different accounts of the same thing. Right. And also the gospels are primarily where you're seeing that ministry yeah. happening. Jesus's life and Jesus ministry. did this. And then yeah. like a few, a few verses later, it's like, yeah. and then he was here and he right. did this and, and yeah. all the prophecies fulfilled and it's just crazy. But then it's like when I was kind of looking for something that I wanted to talk about in the gospels that I hadn't really camped on before, there were so many things like little moments where it's like, okay, I've read this account so many times. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's all these little moments where it's like, did you catch that? Right. Did you catch that? It's funny that, that in, in last week's episode, you talked about um, Mary's like her song, her yeah. prayer. Mm -hmm. um, and that was one of those for me too. Like mm -hmm. I have a specific memory of thinking like, whoa, like she, yeah, she's overjoyed about this message like she is going to give birth to God and she's praising God mm -hmm. and she, yeah like just how powerful like try to put yourself mm -hmm. in the shoes like try to put yourself in that moment yeah. Yeah. I think that's really what these stories that like that's our prompt for these yeah. <laughs> these weeks here is try to like put yourself in this right position without reading it like it's the Jesus storybook bible right where it's like a nice story it's like this this is a real account Right. Of what happened. Yeah. And these are real people and they had real responses. Right. And Mary's was God glorifying and the people that rejected Jesus was not God glorifying. Right. And um, there's so many implications for our life today for both of these instances. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. Mm hmm. I can't imagine then, like I'm a little jealous like I know <laughs> I would want like of the people that got to be there for that right not that I'm unthankful <laughs> for who I am and where I live now I'm just saying like <laughs> wow to yeah. see that would have been amazing but what a condemnation to those that were oh, yeah. there and then rejected him like yeah. that's terrifying seriously so Merry Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Ha-ha! Merry Christmas, you guys. Be like Nazareth. <laughs> Just really bring in the cheer. <laughs> so much Christmas cheer. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And then next week, yeah. you're going to tell me a story. Yes. I'm going to tell you a story And I'm so week. excited. Yeah. Is that it for this week? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, wait. No, 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 wait. Oh, I'm waiting. I have a feminist of the week. Oh, yeah. I get it. Um, and it so has to do with Christmas. So. Okay. I don't know if you guys know about this, but um, I, don't. I mean, you know that I'm kind of, I am like BuzzFeed's diplomat to the Christian world. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it means that I look at BuzzFeed yeah. and then I just tell you guys what's on there. Yeah. 
so you, you know what to so look you at. you don't have to look at right. it if you don't want to. <laughs> so something I would recommend looking at um, that helps that has helped me so many Christmases yeah. and so many birthdays and so many things yeah. is they have an awesome gift guide yeah. um, that is like cat- all the categories are really clear. Yeah. There's a lot of there's expensive stuff. There's yeah. budget stuff. There's like gift guide for someone who's nerdy, gift right. guide for someone who loves the outdoors. Yeah. They actually, and that a lot is the of it one just, thing right. they, they have that's consistently good, which yeah. is, well, no, they're recipes. The tasty recipes. is yeah, good. Tasty is good. But anyway, the gift guides are great. Well, so I was going through oh, no. the gift guide. Okay. So they're not always great. <laughs> well, this is the first time I've ever seen anything like this super glaring. Oh, no. Obviously they'll have, they'll be like, 28 gifts for your friend that loves reading tarot cards or whatever, oh, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, so Gross. you can just skip those. But this skip one it. was sneaky. Oh. And I was like, dang, this is a feminist of the week. Okay. So Harper Hendrickson wrote uh, just 28 gifts the guy in your life will love. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm married now. I have a guy in I my life. I have a guy that I need to buy <laughs> presents for. Uh-huh. Um, Oh, no, I'm scared. Number 20. So you're going through this list. Uh-huh. Number one is an aftershave balm. Okay. So you're talking like your stereotypical masculine gifts. Right. Um, number 20 is an everyday binder to match his skin tone. It comes in five shades. It's water friendly and it has a 100% cotton non-stretch inner liner. So in case you're wondering what a binder is, a binder is something that a female who wants to look male wears over their chest. It looks like a sports bra, but it's like very constraining like it it's tight so that it like makes your so you look like a dude look small um and that was on that 28 gifts the guy in your life will love because they had to have a gift for a trans yes person yes wow and i just thought to myself that is so yeah wow super super sneaky and the picture is a bunch of ladies in binders that have I mean, some, most like of them dudes. have masculine haircuts. Right. But um, so, yeah. So it's not. Anyway, just <laughs> just saying the transgender issue is <laughs> going to be moving more quickly than I think any of us are prepared for. Right. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So now that's it. So now watch out for your holiday gift guides and yeah. careful what you're looking at on the Internet. And. That's it for this week? Yes. All right, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now Side.